Someone recently asked me what the recipe for an SNOP process is. Made me start to think, maybe I should start a cooking show. I mean, I at least have the physique for it. Let's get to it. Welcome, 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 another episode of IBF On Demand. I'm your hungry, excited, passionate, and very humble host, Eric Wilson. You can find me at eric at ibf.org. That's eric at ibf.org. We, of course, have a sponsor. Had a sponsor now for a year and a half. Great sponsor in Arkiva, your one-plan SNOP software solution. I think the reason I'm excited, because we actually have a physical, live, in-person event coming up in October in Orlando. So if you've been wanting to come out of quarantine, meet people face-to-face, it's going to be a safe event in Orlando in October. Check it out at ibf.org, the events page, that and all the other events we have on. But I'm excited because this one's actually going to be in person and I want to see you there. I will be there personally as well. Today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about in the next couple about SNOP. IBP, BEP, SNOE, SIOP, whatever acronym you want to throw at it. I said, got a question exactly what goes into an SNOP process? What's that recipe? I'm going to cook something up for you. First of all, I want to start off and level set everybody exactly what our definition is. And I don't care if we call it SNOP, IBP, BEP. Most of them are consultant terms. What's important is what you do and how you do it. And at the foundation of any of those processes, we have a structured business process that aligns all functional areas to a unified set of assumptions to enable coordinated decision making. If we can focus and align on that, and I've said that I think a few times on there, and if you go to any of my trainings, you'll hear me stress this as well. If we can focus on that definition, I think all those pieces come together. We can bake something that resembles the same thing if we align on that definition. Even with that, though, there are some key ingredients. What are those essentials? What are the principles? What are the key ingredients of an SNOP process? That's what I'm going to actually take some time. I'm going to highlight maybe six, seven of them of what are the key ingredients in an SNOP IBP process that no matter what flavor you're making, it should probably have these ingredients to make it properly. And that's what I actually want to talk about. So with that, sit back, relax. We're going to go through what are the most, those those principles or the essentials of any SNOP IBP process. Executive support, no matter if you Google successful SNOP, why don't they don't succeed? No matter what you look at, you generally see something talking about executive support. That is an essential ingredient in any SNOP process. The problem is, is they're put out that as a saying, you need executive support without exactly going into the details or just giving you some high level 20,000 foot view of go get it. If 
the, I think we're looking at things backward is the problem. Because once again, if we align on that definition, if we have a structured business process, if we are engaged, we will have not only just sponsors at the top, but then engagement at the top as well. The key is, though, I said, I think we're working about this backwards. We don't need executive, we need executive support to create a, a successful SNOP. But the problem is, is if we have an SNOP process that's a structured business process that's driving towards decision making, that's meaningful for the executives, they will actively be participants and actively be involved in it. So I, I'm not saying that, yes, they need to be involved. I'm saying you need to get a structured business process that they want to be involved with. That's the key. I think the one creates engagement from the other. Nonetheless, though, we still have one of the top ingredients of an SNOP process is that executive engagement. So we need to find a way. Either we're not doing something or they're not actively participant. We need to find a way to bridge that gap. One of the biggest ways to bridge that gap, I said, working from what you can create to what they're involved in is the power. Don't underestimate the power of a vision. Have a purpose for your SNOP process that really creates a business process. Create what they're going to be participating in and why they want to participate. A vision, a lot of time, answers the why. If we can create that vision for our process, we will have them more engaged and be part of the process then as well. Align to the strategy. If you're not aligned to the strategy, if you're not answering questions and that's aligned to their strategy, guess what? They're going to lose interest in time. Most people will. So really to help with that engagement as well, we need to align to the strategy that's running the organization. If we do that, they're more apt to be a part of it. They're more apt to be engaged. And finally, that enabling coordinated decision making. We're a business process. We're enabling coordinated decision making. If decisions are being made, if you're enabling them to make decisions, they're going to want to be part of this process then as well. So executive support is important, but it's important that we create the, the platform, the vision, aligning the strategy, enabling decision making so they're actively part of it as well. Time horizons. You generally see time horizons as being one of the important ingredients as well because we're talking about planning time horizon in SNOP. If we look at the different types of planning horizon at the top, we're going to look at strategic aspects of business. There's a lot of strategic decisions that need to be made two, three, four years down the road of directions of where you building some of that strategy for the organization, long-term directions of how you're going to place your, uh, be placed in the market and how you're going to look at your, your uh, competition. There's long-term strategies for the organization. That's a strategic planning horizon. Then you're looking at the planning horizon that generally fits outside of normal type of constraints, your cumulative lead times, where you're at, and then we'll go towards that 18 moving to the two years. That's your three months to your 18 month time horizon on average. That is your SNOP, IBP, whatever acronym you have. That's your planning horizon. It works in that planning horizon because it's, it's a fluid zone. 
that is where things are fluid. You can actually make changes in this zone. So it's outside of your normal constraints. So you, you can create a fluid type of planning horizon where you create this is what could happen and you make decisions on trade-offs at that horizon. You're not constrained by your lead times. You're not constrained by labor. You're not constrained by other things internally. These are outside of your constraints. That's why most businesses, it's generally a three to four months is where the planning horizon begins. It can be shorter in some organizations as well. If you're pretty much a make to order, you have no lead time at all with your what you're bringing in, you could have a one month is kicking in as your SNOP starting a horizon. Other organizations that have contract manufacturing, longer lead times from China, and you may be looking at 100 days or more. It may be five, six months that begins your planning horizon. It may differ for different families then as well. But with the time horizon, on average, you're looking at a good starting point, three to four months, but have it aligned to what your planning horizon is. As far as how far it goes out, I recommend it 18 months or longer. Why? Because you're incorporating in an extended lead time to include generally that strategic planning horizon or an annualized budget cycle. This way, when August, October, September, this month, when you're maybe watching this SNOP podcast on IBF On Demand, you are actually starting a budget cycle. This way, it's automatically included. So all of 2022 is already part of your SNOP cycle. So you can start having those discussions inside of an SNOP process then as well. So when you're looking at the planning horizon, you have strategic, this is the planning horizon, three to four, six, the four months to go out 18 months. Below that, you're then looking at weekly. You're looking at, you know, really that zero to three, four months. And then you go into the daily when you get so granular into work cells and things of that sort. But this is a planning horizon is most important that you really need to focus. And one of the key ingredients of SNOP is that planning horizon that fits below the week, in between the weekly and the strategic that really focuses on that mid-term to long-term type horizons. The other, aspect, the other ingredient that I do want to mention that's important then is when we're talking then about that strategy, the operation, and I said in between becomes truly the planning. That's where we have to be. That we're focusing our time horizon there, but we also have to focus our discussions at that level then as well. It becomes higher levels of aggregation is really becomes the key of what our discussions are at that level. From a forecasting demand planning, we may be talking about family levels or you know product groups or brands. We may have that discussion. We're still forecasting at low levels, but our discussion now is at that higher level of aggregation. We're grouping things most in monthly buckets now as well. We're focusing, once again, you may focus daily, you have forecasts and you have the granular to an item location weekly type level is how you created your forecast. But for our discussion purposes, we're bringing it up to a planning level discussion to make it meaningful for executives, to make it meaningful to have inputs and actually make decisions on at this level, higher levels of aggregation are necessary. 
So that's one of the key ingredients is the level of aggregation that you're generally bringing into an SNOP process. Said so from a demand planning, it could be family. From a uh, different, uh, from a supply response, it could be different things. It's capacity as far as man hours at an aggregated level. It could be the work cell at a location at an aggregated level. From a finance view, it could be brand level or business unit level. They could be discussing and breaking out a PL, especially when you get to the executive SNOP. You're really talking even probably the higher levels of aggregation of a PL statement for a business unit or individual, you know, what, what's a, a individual geography that you may have those discussions for. That's when you're coming to the executive level, you're even at higher levels of a- aggregation. You're making it meaningful for the executives, and it's something you can plan at. I agree. Yes, there will be exceptions. There will be exceptions for that new product or customer or geography that really is is an important aspect to the success of the business that the executives want to know about or you need to make more attention attention to because the success of that, uh, the, the launch or what's happening with this customer is important. You may have one-off type of exceptions that lower levels of granularity or specific customers that you will discuss because they're important to the success of the business. So there will be exceptions, but the key is those need to be exceptions. They can't be every item every time. You're going to get bogged in the details. You're going to lose attention. You're going to lose engagement by the audience, and you're not really doing that planning level. Monthly, extended views, higher levels of aggregation, that's what you're focused on. That's part of your SNOP, especially when you get to the executives. So those are three ingredients that I've given you already. What's a fourth ingredient? What's, what's the fourth ingredient? The cycle we're talking about would be another key fourth ingredient that we're talking about. When it comes to a structured business process, well, for a structured business process, it really needs to have a strict cadence. It needs to have some kind of a structure to it. It needs to be on an ongoing cycle. We talked about who's involved with it. We talked about really the, where you're planning, the time horizon. We're talking about the level of aggregation. And one of those things I mentioned in the level of aggregation well, as well, this becomes a monthly planning process. You have strategic that's done maybe annually. You have operations, which is done weekly. And you have planning an SNOP, which is done monthly, that fits between those and really brings that strategy in and takes it to the execution. But it's the planning horizon you're looking at at a monthly cadence. So you're creating plans monthly for this process. Demand, product, supply, executive reviews are done generally in monthly buckets. That's one of the key ingredients of a successful SNOP. With that, there's a structure to the process as well. And there's a cadence. You're going to meet every week. You have the first Friday of every month is my demand review. The next second Wednesday of every month is my supply review. My third Thursday of every month is my executive review. And my fourth Tuesday of every month becomes my product review. That's set. And I have them planned out for the entire year already. And that becomes my structure and cadence. That becomes my monthly cycle. And I mentioned that too. 
when you're looking at exactly what the components are of an SNOP, what the ingredients are, this is side note, product, demand, supply, executive review. That becomes the key components. And I'll get into that next, but those become the other ingredients that we're looking for in a structured cadence, structured process. Each meeting, you know what you're going into. You have the agenda. You know who needs to be there. You know what the outputs are. You know what the inputs are. This is what you're designing with that media meeting. So that becomes an important part of the cycle. I mentioned that weekly aspect as well, and I, I don't want to lose sight that there is the connection to the weekly. Right now, a lot of organizations are going to a weekly cadence with an SNOP process. IBF did a lot of research and found over 40% of the companies, because of COVID, have initiated some type of weekly cadence to an SNOP process. This is not a replacement for an SNOP. You're not doing a full SNOP cycle every week. What I recommend is actually doing an SNOE or TAC, Tracking Action Collaboration, or an SOE, uh, Supply Operations Execution. You need that tie to an execution, that weekly cadence. It's separate from an SNOP process, your monthly process. You still have the ingredients of a successful SNOP, a monthly cycle, three to four months out, going rolling 18 months, higher levels of aggregation, executive engagement. You have that at a monthly level. Then you can create a tactical execution, SNOE, TAC meeting, that will then meet on a weekly cadence. And it just becomes pretty much a lower level of aggregation, lower level of participants. You have managers below, and you're really focusing on exceptions that are happening at a granular level outside that are when realities changes from what your plans are, that's where you deal with them in, in that weekly review. There's a whole podcast on this. It's at, I actually talk about SNOE. It's a great podcast. Uh, you can check that out. It's a previous podcast we did on SNOE TAC meetings that actually went into detail. It was uh, with Jeff Baker. So you can check out that. It's a great interview I do with him. He's, he, he's a phenomenal uh, subject matter expert when it comes to this. Go back and check out that podcast on SNOE TAC because I know a lot of companies are doing it now. It's an important ingredient in SNOP. It's one of that I'm not covering in this or the next uh, podcast, but you do want to go back and check it because it is an ingredient that I think a lot of companies are going to and you do want to know more about. Last thing I want to mention for today's is I did talk about those, what the meetings, what the reviews are in an SNOP. Guess what? I have a whole podcast on this one as well. I invite you to go back and check about that podcast about what the what exactly a review cycle is, what the components are. But I do want to mention it very quickly here in parting of what some of those key components are of a successful mature SNOP process. We already talked about what time horizon, who's going to be involved with it, monthly cycle, and in that monthly cycle. You really need these key pieces. Historically, when you look at any Google, it's going to see a stair step of five steps. You have data, you're going to have demand, supply, pre-SNOP, executive SNOP, the stair step. And traditionally, yes, that has worked. And those are some ingredients. IBF research has showed the ingredients we're seeing today are the most successful ones took data, and that's actually some place that's part of every day. That's that salt 
that's in every aspect, every day, every meeting has the data gathering and data review. It's no longer a structured step anymore. You now have it as part of your daily life and governance as its own process. But what you do have now is a product review as now part of everybody's life in a successful SNOP process. There is a standard product review, and you can look at ibf.org uh, or demand-planning.com for articles on that. You can look at a past podcast we did on this as well. We have a lot of information at IBF talking about what exactly is in those product reviews and why they're important. Then you have the standard type demand review. Then you're going to have the supply or resource planning and review meetings. So product, demand, supply. And then where traditionally you saw that pre-SNOP, that is actually we're seeing about a little less than 50% of the companies are doing some type of pre-SNOP. Some are doing them ad hoc, some of them are doing it, but it comes with a lot of different uh, types of flavors in itself. Could be a financial review, could be a category roll-up, geography roll-ups that they do before they go into an enterprise ex uh, executive SNOP. Could be the standard type balancing plans. It takes on a lot of different you know, styles, but only about half the companies are doing some type of pre-SNOP. All the companies, though, are doing, successful companies are doing some type of executive SNOP. So it makes the standard components then a product, demand, supply, executive. Can you add something else to it? Can you do a pre-SNOP? Yes, I invite. I think you need to do one. Can I do some type of data? Uh, yes, if you need to it and still that messy that you need to do some type of formalized data type of cleansing and things before you get into executive review. Can you add other components? Yes, a lot of them are just on the outside and enable those, but you must look at your product demand, supply, and executive as some of those key ingredients. Well, this is gonna be part one. I got news for you. We're gonna do this in a two-part because I can't cram everything into one session here. So I'm actually gonna put this over two parts. So I invite you and I hope to see you in a couple weeks when we do the season finale of what the ingredients is of an executive SNOP. So I'm gonna leave you on that cliffhanger then uh, to kind of invite you back so we can talk more about exactly about what those key ingredients are. I am Eric Wilson. This is IBF On Demand. You can find me at eric at ibf.org. That's eric at ibf.org. Of course, check out our sponsor as well, Arkiva, your one plan SNOP software solution. I said, tune in next week to see who hooks up with who, who's dating who, and who will go home alone. The most exciting episode yet. I hope that makes it, uh, you know, kind of enticing you to come back. That's what I hear on the on the dramas that that my wife watches. So, so. I'm going to go do some cooking something, maybe a Kentucky hot brown or something and do some local cooking. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. Check in us out in a couple weeks when we start with part two of uh, the ingredients of SNOP ingredients. Let me know what you're doing in the comments below. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. I'm hoping to see you at a live event in October. Don't forget, we have that event coming out. Uh, it's the IBF flagship event in October. Check it out at ibf.org. I want to see you there. I will be there as well. And once again, I'm going to go back and cook something. But before you do any cooking, don't forget this key ingredient. Wash your hands.